Well, hello there. It's time again for the Florida Roundtable. I'm your host, Melissa Fox, and I've got a great lineup for you today. First, we'll be talking about diabetes and how it can affect your eyes. Who knew? We'll find out more about that. Also, food insecurity is present in every Florida community. I've got a company that's going to teach you how to get some food without breaking the bank. Teach Coalition. You know, there's been some recent enactment of transformative school choice legislation in Florida. We'll talk about that as well. And My Safe Florida Home is a program to get your house ready for the hurricane season. So that sounds like a great time. I want you to hang around. We'll be right back. Again, the Florida Roundtable on the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Ticks can transmit Lyme disease and other dangerous illnesses. Protect yourself and your family with Summit Green Armor Insect Repellent. Clothing and outdoor gear treated with Green Armor Insect Repellent repels and kills ticks, chiggers, mites, and mosquitoes for up to six weeks. The handy spray bottle makes it easy to apply this odorless layer of protection. Green Armor Insect Repellent is available at garden centers, hardware stores, and at SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. That's SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Eating good is about more than just tasty food. Eating good is about doing good, too. And that's exactly what Fresh from Florida is all about. Supporting local Florida farmers, creating jobs in our communities, and, of course making sure you can enjoy all the fresh flavors Florida has to offer because produce tastes better when it's grown closer to home. So eat good tonight. Look for the sunny Fresh from Florida logo where you shop. Learn more at followfreshfromflorida.com. Diabetes is a chronic condition that can affect every aspect of a person's life. And managing life with this disease alone can present a lot of challenges but diabetes can also lead to other serious health conditions like diabetic eye disease. With that in mind, please welcome Dr. Alan Hove, the attending surgeon and director of retina research at Will's Eye Hospital out of Philadelphia. Dr. Ho, thank you for joining us on the Florida Roundtable today. Thanks for allowing me to be here with you. This is an important topic. How would a person actually know if they have diabetic eye disease? Hmm? would know that they have diabetic eye disease if they have a diabetic eye examination. And that involves um, checking your vision and dilating the eyes uh, with drops so that an eye care specialist can look in the back. An important point is that you may have diabetic eye disease even if you don't have any visual symptoms, no blurring, no waviness, 
no darkness in your vision. But diabetes can be brewing in the back of the eye, so it's important to get an annual diabetic eye check whether or not you're having visual symptoms. Diabetic retinopathy, that's a kind of diabetic eye disease, what we're talking about here right now with Dr. Alan Ho. Um, what's the first thing that someone diagnosed with diabetes should do to protect their eyes so this doesn't happen? The first thing to do to protect your eyes when you're diagnosed with diabetes is to understand that diabetes can threaten your vision. Uh, number two, to make an eye appointment with an eye care professional that can do a diabetic eye exam. And number three, to... Um, to do all the important healthy foundational habits that are that are healthy for your body, which will be healthy for your eyes. For example, you know, smoking, blood blood sugar control, regular walking exercise, blood pressure control. All these healthy habits are good not just for your body but for your eyes as well. I see. So um, we sort of mentioned about this comprehensive uh, eye exam. What is the comprehensive dilated eye exam? What's the process there? The process in a diabetic eye exam is where you go to an eye doctor and you get your vision checked. And then you get eye drops in your eyes that dilate your pupils. And then the eye doctor can look in the back inside your eyes to look for signs of diabetic eye disease. It doesn't hurt. It requires, um, it requires you to make an appointment and to go. So if I have diabetic eye disease, what are the treatment options available for me? Yes, that's really important. There are treatment options for patients with uh, diabetic eye disease. And, of course, it's important to discuss those options uh, with your eye care professional. Most definitely. Dr. Alan Ho is with us. He is a retina specialist. He's leader in the development of new medical and surgical treatments for retinal diseases, such as age-related, uh, rather age-related macular degeneration, macular diseases, diabetic retinopathy, and surgical retinal diseases. And you're the attending surgeon right now at Will's Eye Hospital in Philadelphia. Have you uh, found that there's a lot to keep up with when it comes to this kind of uh, advancement in diabetes and eyesight? We have treatments for this common condition. We can prevent vision loss. One of the main problems, and you're addressing it now by calling attention to this, is, is making sure people just come in annually for their eye exam. So if you have diabetes or a family member, please encourage them to do so. We do have treatments, and we're working on better treatments, but we can't do anything unless we get patients plugged into the system and monitored to protect their vision. So where can patients or our audience in general go for more information, Dr. Ho? There are good resources for patients with diabetes to learn about diabetic eye disease, treatment options, and even a way to find out about a diabetic eye care specialist near you. And the website that is important for this, one of them, is uh, nowid.com, N-O-W-I-E-Y-E-C-S-E-E.com. And at that website, you'll find information that's very helpful regarding the disease, regarding an eye exam, regarding treatment options, and, and the first step to, to making an appointment, which is finding an eye doctor near you. It's time to encourage people around you who are living with or at risk for diabetes to learn more about this disease and also the potential vision-related consequences. Dr. Alan Ho, thank you so much for bringing this to light on the Florida Roundtable. Thank you for having me, and uh, we appreciate it.
Then my buddy and I left early that morning, no different than any other time we've been fishing together. Loaded our gear and headed out to our favorite spot. Sky was getting dark, but we were just catching so many fish. Yeah, now we had life jackets on board, but we could swim, so we never wore them. Then the wind and the waves picked up. We started taking on water. Engine quit. In a split second, we were in the water. I lost my best friend that day. It's National Safe Boating Week. Good time to start wearing your life jacket every second you're on the water. Visit myfwc.com. Welcome back. Dave and Herb here, and we're talking fresh. Fresh from Florida, that is. Dave, tell our listeners about the produce that's in season. There's fromatoes, froccoli, frottermelon, freppers, frinach. Wait, hold it. You're just putting fra in front of produce. Yeah, as in fresh from Florida. Produce tastes better when it's grown closer to home. You don't need to make up words. Freely? Ugh, friends. Visit followfreshfromflorida.com to see what's in season. Don't you mean dot from? (laughs) really? Hello, I'm Hector Elizondo, Emmy Award winning actor. And I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts. My joints ache. And sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision. Especially when you're galloping side saddle down a countryside road on a horse named Archie Bello who seems to have only one speed, high. And pulling on his reins only seems to encourage him to go even faster. So, of course, my body hurts and my joints ache, but it's not because of my age. It's because I'm living my life. Oh, Archibello! Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. As soon as this scene wraps, I'm going to kiss the ground, thank Archibello for his outstanding performance, feed him a carrot... And visit BrainHealth.gov. Find out how you can make the most of your brain as you age at BrainHealth.gov. Well, hello there. Time again for the Florida Roundtable. I am Melissa Fox, and we are going to talk about a statewide food distribution program. Matter of fact, Farm Share. Mm -hmm. The CEO is with me today, Stephen Shelley. So let's get to talking, shall we? Welcome, Stephen Shelley, the CEO of FarmShare. How you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you very much for having us on the show. Oh, yeah. No, this is an important topic. Uh, I, I, food security is, is good, but food insecurity, no, that's not so good. And there's a lot of it in Florida's communities. And unfortunately, it's starting to happen to everybody. Uh, I went to go buy a hamburger at one of those famous uh, places, you know, maybe four or five guys. And, and the one burger by itself was almost 10 bucks, you know. So at a certain point, I'm just going to have to stop eating. And for those people who, who all, we have them, we know there's a neighbor, there's a coworker, there's a friend who has to go to a cheap store, maybe buy some stuff that's on the verge. So how do we deal with this and how many people is food insecurity really affecting? So statewide in the state of Florida, nearly 4 million uh, Florida residents are food insecure, with nearly 1 million of those being children. And as you stated, that, that issue with inflation, we're in you know decades-high inflation right now, and it's causing the cost of food products and other household staples such as gas and rent yeah. uh, and other things to really skyrocket in pricing. And that's really causing people to have to stretch their budget. And as you mentioned, we're starting to see people who typically have not been associated with receiving food from food banks in our food bank lines, getting that food, you know, the, the teachers, the nurses, the small business owners, uh, that, that inflation, that high cost of food is really starting to pinch every everyday Floridians. Yeah. It says right here, 50% of Florida workers are paid by the hour. 
and yet 65% of the state's jobs pay less than 20 bucks an hour. Benefits, can you even get public benefits to assist you when you're working that way? It, it, yes, you, you can, but it, it, it's much more difficult. So you have a lot of people who are on that cusp or on that verge of not really qualifying for um, other type of federal programs or state aid programs that might assist them with meeting, you know, helping pay their bills or maybe making ends meet in terms of a food perspective. And so that's where food banks like FarmShare come into play, where we're able to assist those people directly. They may not be able to qualify, you know, for, for normal programming, but they can qualify and they are able to have access to our food products that we're able to provide to them, which ultimately helps offset those other expenses. If they don't have to worry about paying those expenses for food, not only can they put food on the table for themselves and their families, but it also then frees up dollars that they can utilize to help pay for rent or pay for that gas or maybe medicine, um, a doctor's visits, things of that nature as well. Mm. I grew up with food insecurity. I also grew up on an island, so I get it. But, um, you know, my parents always made it fun. We're having pancakes and sausage for dinner. Yay! I love that, you know? I mean, it was whatever, whatever we could pull off or they could pull off to make it an, a nutritional meal with scraps. You know, so it costs even more to get food to the island than it does, you know, from the mainland. It does. And you raise a good point as well. And so one of the things you also find is that when people don't have the resources, the monetary resources or even access, you know, maybe they're going to a local convenience store to get their food products because there isn't a grocery store uh, within, you know, walking distance if they don't have a car. So ultimately, they end up consuming what they call empty calories. So maybe it's sugary candies, maybe it's, you know, snack foods, it's, it's high calorie low nutritional value products, which then leads to additional health, you know, health concerns and health issues, diabetes, high blood pressure, you know, being overweight and obesity, you know, all those types of things. And so that's one of the things also that FarmShare focuses on is trying to provide those healthy, nutritious, you know, fruits and vegetables and other, you know, proteins and other shelf-stable food products that, you know, are not empty calories, but are in fact are nutritious calories uh, and are able to help give them the energy and, and, you know, be healthy as well as when you start talking about children, uh, as you come up to the summer months here, and these children are out of school, and sometimes their only source of nutritious meals are those school cafeteria lunches. And in this case, you know, we're trying to help bridge that gap until they can get back into those school systems and have access to that food products and making sure they have access to to healthy nutritional to help their uh, development as, as young young kids. Now, we're talking with FarmShare CEO Stephen Shelley. Uh, go to farmshare.org for much more information. Now, here, here's the thing you brought up, you kind of glanced on. Uh, children, when they don't get the nu- nutrition that they need, um, apparently it impacts their mental and physical health, which makes it harder to perform in school or even to achieve their dreams. That is correct. You know, lack of nutrition does stunt their growth. It stunts their, their mental growth as well, uh, their ability to learn, their ability to focus, the ability to absorb that education that they're trying to get at a young age to make them be able to be successful or give them the tools they need to be successful when they reach adulthood, you know, and go, going forward, as well as those, those physical developments. You know, mm-hmm. they, they can, can stunt their growth. They may not have uh, – they can develop health issues, which, again, can, can affect their ability to be in school full-time. Maybe they're missing days and missing classes because they're sick more often. Their immune system's affected. All, all of those things start to combine together. Uh, for these kids. And, and so they end up, you know, having to fight that fight early on. Um, and, and it puts them kind of behind everybody else in terms of being able to be a successful adult when they grow up. And so that's where, again, it's important to make sure that these kids have access uh, to healthy and nutritious food products, you know, whether it be in the school system itself or when they get home or during summer break, spring break, 
uh, winter break, all of those times to make sure that you're constantly getting and making a, making it available to those families and those children uh, so that they do have the, the tools they need and have the best chance of success long term. Now, uh, during the summer months here in uh, the Orlando area, we have some libraries that have buses that come and feed these kids lunch. And I'd love to hear that FarmShare is also a party to that. We are. We, we work with a bunch of uh, other agencies and not-for-profit organizations. That's the main way that we distribute our food during all times of the year, but also during the summertime. And so a lot of times many of our agencies, they're focused on kids specifically, and we're making sure that we're getting the food products to that agency, and then they're getting to these locations like you're talking about libraries. Sometimes it's partnerships directly with school boards in various counties throughout the state uh, where the school board has arranged for areas that the children can then pick up food at the school system you know, during those summer months. Uh, and, and so we're part of that directly and also part of that through our, our agency network. I love that. Now, I have friends that live out in Paisley. And if you're looking at a map, you'd be hard to find. It's very rural. And that makes it really hard for people who even have a vehicle to get to a grocery place or to a church that's uh, donating. And, boy, I'll tell you what, those church donation things – those people drive up, they pop their uh, their trunk open, there's lines for, you know, a half a mile. Half the time they run out of food before all the cars get through. Um, there's got to be something more that we're doing, and that is where Farm Share comes in. You want to tell us how you work with Florida farmers? Yeah, so one of the things that we do different than, than most any other food bank and probably do better than most any other food bank is we were founded on this concept originally of capturing underutilized fruits and vegetables directly from our Florida farms. And so every year, almost 40% of the crops that are grown nationwide go to waste, either because they can't make it to market, uh, they get plowed back under, you know, various reasons. Um, so there's a lot of food waste there that ultimately we were, you know, back in 1991, our founder at the time had identified this product that wasn't making it to market, but was healthy and nutritious, perfectly edible. Maybe it was blemished, maybe it was too big or too small to fit in the grocery store packaging. Um, but could be captured and utilized. And so that was kind of the foundation of FarmShare, what we built our, our main distribution hub around ever since then, is that partnership with the farmers. Farmers get a tax deduction, two times cost of goods sold. So it's a win for the farmer. It's a win for FarmShare. And then ultimately it's a win for those recipients that we're able to distribute that food to completely free of charge. It's, it's access to fruits and vegetables that many of these people would never have the ability to afford or, as you mentioned, may not even have a, a, a place to, to access that. You know, as I go back to, they may be getting trying to get stuff, food from grocery stores, or not grocery stores, but from uh, convenience stores and gas stations versus formal grocery stores. And so us having that ability to deliver that product into some of these rural communities or our communities in general um, is a really big benefit. And so we're, we're very appreciative to what the Florida Farmer and that partnership that we've had with them for over 30 years now. Wow, good stuff. I'm so glad to hear that we're using the Florida food. A lot of big campaigns out there right now. Watermelon, strawberries, you know, I love it. Now, what about this recovery and distribution plan that uh, the farm share carries? So our recovery and distribution, again, we're focused on getting that food directly from, from Florida farmers, but also we have other wholesalers and retailers and others that we pick up, you know, shelf-stable food products, uh, protein products to supplement those fresh fruits and vegetables. We work with a uh, more than or nearly about 2,000 partner agencies across the entire state of Florida so that we're able to serve, you know, communities from Pensacola all the way down to Key West. Ninety percent of our food products is going out through these partner agencies. 
10 percent goes through um, goes out through these community food distribution events which is where we take one of our trucks and directly go into these communities that may not have an agency that serves it such as in these rural counties we're able to get out there there aren't food pantries or maybe something nearby but we know there's a community in need and so we're taking our trucks and directly distributing food products you know 500 to a thousand households at a time you know 40,000 pounds of food um, into these rural community areas and, and able to distribute. And another thing we also focus on, which we may talk about here in a little bit, is, is disaster relief. So also a lot of our product during times of hurricanes, such as Hurricane Ian, uh, ultimately is going out to distribute to those who've been affected by natural disasters um, and getting that food to them within that first 10-day window immediately after the disaster occurs. Wow, that's pretty good stuff. Now, I know a lot of our listeners out here uh, in the state of Florida are thinking, well, how can I help out? I'm food happy. I have enough to share with others. So is there a place for them to donate? They can make direct donations uh, of food products. Now, what I will say is sometimes that's harder to manage as a food bank. Uh, sometimes those smaller donations, you know, if you have a case of water, if you have something like that, is better to be distributed directly to one of our partner agency pantries because uh, they're distributing on more of the smaller scale where we particularly, um, it's easier for us to manage and to redistribute in larger scale palletized format. What we typically ask for is, is monetary donations because we're able to turn that monetary donation into larger amounts of food product. It costs us on average about 13 cents a pound um, to acquire a pound of food and then distribute it through our system. Mm. And so we're always looking for, for those types of donations, especially you know with inflationary, we talked about how inflation affects the consumer of the food products, the recipients, those persons in need, but it also has a drastic effect on not-for-profit organizations like FarmShare, because unlike for-profit companies, I can't pass on my cost to the consumer. So ultimately, if I can't find additional revenue sources to help offset those increased expenses, I have to reduce services, which is something that we don't want to do. And definitely no. during these times of need, as, as that need is increasing, can't afford to do. And so, again, they can go to our website and, and make monetary donations as well as look into volunteer opportunities. That's another thing that we definitely welcome on as well is, uh, you know, signing up to be a volunteer to help either prepack food or help us distribute food directly into communities. It's fantastic. We've been talking with Farm Share CEO Steph, uh, Stephen Shelley and talking about a statewide food distribution program. If you are flux and you have some money you can uh, send out, do what he said, donations at farmshare.org. If you just want to find out more about the program, maybe you're food insecure or your lower income, go to the website. Very simple, farmshare.org. It's been wonderful talking with you. So much information I have learned about my state. Yes. So thank you so much, Stephen, for joining us today. We hope to have you back again. Farmshare.org. What a great organization. Thanks again, Stephen, for being on the show. Thank you very much. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Are you losing your Medicaid coverage due to the public health emergency ending? If you're in jeopardy of losing health care coverage, don't worry. You may qualify for health insurance through the federal health insurance marketplace. Navigators are ready to help you find the most affordable coverage option. This help is always free and confidential. 
Visit us at CoveringFlorida.org to schedule your appointment today. Remember, that's CoveringFlorida.org or call 877-813-9115. Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata. Growing up with a brother with autism, Sarah Crump witnessed firsthand how kids with disabilities felt left out by their peers. It's why at the age of 15, Sarah approached her cheerleading coach with an idea to include girls with disabilities on her school's cheer team. Well, what started out as an inclusive high school cheer team in a small town in Iowa has led to what is now known as Sparkle Effect, a thriving nonprofit with over 180 cheer teams across the United States, bringing students with and without disabilities together through cheerleading. The result? More confidence, higher grades, and better school attendance for kids with disabilities. And for those without a disability, new friends and a greater empathy. You want to learn more? Well, visit disabilitycampaign.org, where we have posted a link to the fabulous work known as the Sparkle Effect. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. Imagine. Imagine being denied an apartment because of your religion, or your race, or because you have children, or a disability. It's so wrong. Yes, but who has the power to stop this? You do. Each of us has the power. The law is on your side. It's illegal for landlords to discriminate because of race, color, religion, sex, national origin, disability, or familial status. If you suspect that you have experienced housing discrimination, File a complaint with HUD immediately so we can investigate it. Fair housing is your right. Use it. To learn more, visit HUD.gov slash fair housing. That's HUD.gov slash fair housing. Or call 1-800-669-9777. 1-800-669-9777. A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. Oh, the hurricane season right around the corner. It's going to start in the middle of next week. And hopefully, my next guest says to be not pessimistic, but optimistic that we won't get any storms here in the state of Florida. I love starting off with that. (laughs) My Safe Home Florida program from the Florida Department of Financial Affairs. We got Tim O'Neill on us. He's an MSFLH program coordinator. Welcome, Tim. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Oh, heck yeah. This is an important segment here because my Safe Florida Home Program is actually part of the state legislature. That's correct. They uh, passed it last May 1st. The program was resurrected from a previous model about 10 years ago. 
and they funded it with $150 million, and the objective was to help reduce insurance premiums and provide grants for home retrofits for older homes. Owners of any site-built single-family residential Florida property can actually apply for a free home hurricane inspection? Correct. We're giving free wind mitigation inspections. They're valued at $150. Really what they are, they're a good map to uh, identify your home's strengths and weaknesses, and then there's a grant program to allow you to upgrade your weaknesses with uh, money from the state, which is a kind of a win-win deal. Completing a home hurricane inspection of your single-family home at no cost and no obligations to you. Tell me how that all works. All you do is go to the website, mysafeflhome.com, mysafeflhome.com. Apply for an inspection. You'll be approved. It's scheduled. The licensed inspector comes out, gives you a full report, and then from there you can decide whether to retrofit your home yourself or apply for a state grant to help you retrofit. We are trying to encourage homeowners to uh, include retrofitting older homes, those built before 2008 and the recent building codes, to add retrofitting to their home improvement list, like, hey, we want a kitchen, we want a bathroom. Why don't we retrofit our home, too? You'll be safer, you can save money on insurance, and your home will probably be easier to sell, too, down the road. So it's it's really a win-win-win thing, and I think that... Uh, there's 4 million homes yeah. in Florida. And growing. And, uh, <laughs> and growing. No, but there's, 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 over, there's millions of older homes mm-hmm. that could use roof, windows, doors. And we want to plant the seed. We want to encourage homeowners. And uh, at the end of the day, um, homeowners are going to have to decide what they want to do for themselves. Okay, so we're talking with Tim O'Neill. He's from the My Safe Florida Home Program. Uh, when you say retrofit, what are we looking at? Um, basically, homes built prior to 2008, especially 2002, they aren't up to, let's call it modern building codes. Mm-hmm. They don't have um, impact windows. They don't have the trusses on the roofs, aren't uh, double secured down, that type of thing. And it's making those adjustments to maintain the integrity of your home that's so important because when the wind comes up and the, and the rain comes up, uh, you want to make sure that your structure does not experience failure, you know, through a window or through the roof because once one system collapses, right. that, can, that can open up the whole, a whole can of worms. So um, roof, windows, and doors, oh, my, it sounds like the old uh, uh, Wizard of Oz thing. It's, uh, it's a good mantra. And uh, we have over a 1,000 contractors enrolled in our program to supply the work for the people getting the grants. And uh, we just encourage everybody to think about what a retrofit plan for their older home would look like and put it on their to-do list. I like that. So folks out there, if you've got a home that's, uh, well, let's say not built before, <laughs> built before 2005. Yeah, the codes changed a lot. Way back in Hurricane Andrew, they started changing things. Uh, what's the latest code that, that, that we, can, uh, we can talk well, about? Well, the modern code right now, we're at 2008. However, there's a new code coming out I that should it. go into effect, I want to believe, next year. Florida is very proactive, and the industry... Uh, has been very responsible 
to uh, changes. And the bottom line, it's really in everybody's best interest to have as secure of a home as they can get. And uh, we learn codes change. And um, I like to say Florida is one of the leaders for this. But also, too, remember, we're driven by, you know, our... 40% of all hurricanes touch Florida. Oh, it's yeah. as simple as that. So this is this is wise but driven by necessity. So um and look and we all learned last year with Ian mm-hmm. you just you can't be too prepared. You really can't. Right. You don't know what's going to happen next and uh, we don't want to scare people but um hurricanes are a fact of life and they come and go but uh make sure your home is up to up to snuff, so to speak. Mm. So you're talking about giving a free, complete home hurricane inspection for the single-family home at no cost and at no obligations. Is there another one that you also have for free? Well, those would be the grants that are that you do not have to re, uh, repay. Mm-hmm. We have. We have a $10,000 grant that we call a reimbursable grant, which means this. To get the 10000 a homeowner has to spend 15 and he'll get back 10 So it's a two-to-one match from the state, so to speak. That's what most of the grants are. But if you can spend 15 and get back 10 that's a pretty good investment in your home, and it's we're – the program's really popular right now. We we started November 18th. We've had six, 60,000 uh, cases open, applications. We've done 37,000 inspections. Uh, we have 16,000 grant applications, and we've already approved almost 10,000 grants. So this is uh, going fast. The word's getting around, and um, I, that's why I, want, I was happy to be on the show today. Thank you. Just mm-hmm. to kind of get this message out. Because, again, June 1st, you know, as they say in Florida, we have two seasons. Either it's hurricane season or it's going to be hurricane season. No, I, so, I, I claim that I, I protest. There are, <laughs> there are three, hurricane, fire, and if you don't look quick, you'll miss spring. <laughs> I like your outlook. Very, very insightful. Thank you. I've been here 30 years, and we all know if you don't like the weather, don't worry. It'll change in about 10 minutes. So. <laughs> all right, well, we so- all love Florida. It's a great place to live. And, and our, our motto here at the program is uh, Stronger Homes, Safer Florida. And uh, it's really a team effort and um, a lot of information out there. And we just encourage people, especially if they have an older site-built home, get, get an inspection. See what your strengths, see what your weaknesses are, and make a plan for retrofitting your home. That sounds like a good idea. The stronger the home, the safer it is, more resilient, won't you, against just any storm damage. But I got a question for you, Tim O'Neill. I am still four years in seeing tarps on roofs. Is that an, what do you think? Is that an insurance issue? Are they just lazy? Why? Why? I think you're going to see blue tarps. That's kind of like almost the the second flag of Florida. Yeah, it's, uh, they're everywhere, I know. and it's again that's it's really important to make sure that your roof, especially your roof, the roof is really uh, the most critical part. Make sure make sure your shingles are in shape. Make sure it's you can't go wrong. It's kind of like tires. 
and windshield wipers on cars in Florida. You can't go wrong investing in a roof. You really can't. And, um, you know, sometimes there's no guarantee that the storm's not going to come right over you, but uh, it usually doesn't. And if you're prepared, your roof will probably survive. Um, The roofs are a major investment, but um, we think it's well worth it. Uh, You have to, again, prioritize what you want to do with your home, but you can never go wrong in Florida having a up to up to code roof mm-hmm. and um, impact windows. <laughs> I like that. that. Now, what happens if you live in a block home? What, I mean, wouldn't you just have to worry about the roof? Home? What do you mean? A block what home you, you, made of concrete. Oh, the old. You mean the old the, the older homes in Florida that uh, that that have been here since the Spanish landed? Yes, those are great houses. The, we, look, we have houses built a hundred years ago. Okay, and they're still there, but they don't have the impact windows. They don't have the tie-down uh, trestles on the uh, on the roof. There's subtle improvements you can make to make sure your roof doesn't blow off and your windows uh, blow in. Because once, well, for an example, once a, if you have an old window and let's say debris hits it, suddenly then the pressure goes into the house, and that's what. That's what causes stress on the entire system and can, like, lift your roof off. So, again, make sure all your openings are tight and your roof is locked down. And eight times out of ten, you should be in pretty good shape if you take those basic home hardening steps. My Safe Florida. How would you get involved with the uh, Florida Department of Financial Services? That's a really good question. Uh, They asked me... They asked me if I wanted to get involved with the program. I read about it. I go, yes, I would love to. And it's a pleasure trying to get this word out. And as I've learned more about this retrofitting situation in Florida and the insurance, I mean, I'm a homeowner and I know how insurance is. Anything we can do to help people, for an example, the people that have already been through the process and gotten a grant and gotten the work done and been reimbursed, our average savings is about $900 on their premium. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed it.com. Thank you, Melissa, very much. Thank you, Tim. Looking to make your garden fresh and new this spring? Quality Green Specialists in DeLand has what you're looking for. Fancy shrubs, large trees like magnolias and hollies, beautiful flowers like supertunias and azaleas, olives, citrus, peaches, blueberries, vegetables and herbs too. Enjoy gardening at its best. Select from our quality fertilizers and organics like azomite. Great plants, sustainable products. Friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue, DeLand and online at qualitygreenspecialist.com. Well, my buddy and I left early that morning, no different than any other time we've been fishing together. Loaded our gear and headed out to our favorite spot. Sky was getting dark, but we were just catching so many fish. Yeah, now we had life jackets on board, but we could swim, so we never wore them. Then the wind and the waves picked up. We started taking on water. Engine quit. In a split second, we were in the water. I lost my best friend that day. It's National Safe Boating Week. Good time to start wearing your life jacket every second you're on the water. Visit myfwc.com. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802 802- 341 Before we left the hospital, my daughter received her newborn hearing screening. 
It only took a couple of minutes and it was a painless test. When our son was born, the doctors tested his heart and found out his blood oxygen levels were low. As a dad, nothing is more important than your child's health. It was that initial screening that led to her early identification of hearing loss. And as a result, we found out about our baby's rare condition, which allowed us to review treatment options quickly. Go to floridanewbornscreening.com to learn more. It's the Florida Roundtable, and next up, we're going to teach Florida. Oh, that's a true story. We are going to do it. As a matter of fact, we've got the Executive Director, Danny Aqua, with us today. And honestly, there's been a lot of reenactment of transformative school choices in the legislation in Florida. You know about it. And how many families actually question what exactly is this new law? Welcome, Danny Aqua. It's time to answer some questions. This year, Florida passed the largest expansion of school choice in the country, providing every K-12 student with an opportunity to access a scholarship and to attend a school that works best for them. How do you feel about that? I am incredibly excited for Florida. I'm incredibly excited for schools. I'm incredibly excited for parents and especially for students. Hmm. So how does this work, Danny? Well, so practically we have 3.4 million children in Florida, and now every kindergarten through 12th grade child will be eligible to access a scholarship for a school for them. And so whether they're in a school that isn't working for them right now, whether they're in a school and they want to try something new, whether they actually want to homeschool, they can apply for a scholarship and get a, around $8,000 to go uh, for their education. Hmm. Now, would this include private schools? Yeah, there are private schools across the state that accept the scholarship. Um, the state has an amazing resource to find out if a private school accepts the scholarship, but there are 200,000 students already using the scholarship in private school. Um, and what this bill does is just make sure that every single child in the state has access to the scholarship. So if you're a parent um, and you want to uh, explore your options, private school, homeschool, you can uh, go to stepupforstudents.org. You can apply for a scholarship, find what schools are available near you, and potentially find a great fit for your child. Wow. So how much paperwork do you think that is all about, huh? You know, everything's digital these days. Oh. Uh, I remember when it was on paper, but uh, you go to the website. It's pretty straightforward. You can create an account. You have to obviously show that you live in Florida, that your kid is kindergarten to 12th grade, um, and upload some documents. But it's, it's pretty straightforward. And I think the we see at the work that parents put in, they'll do anything for their children. I mean, I have three kids. I'll do anything for my children. And I think actually that was what's special about the Florida legislature and the reason they passed this bill. I think a lot of legislators have their own kids. And they're thinking about what they'd want for their children. And we want every opportunity. And that's what this bill really did. It expanded opportunities for our children's education. We're te talking teaching. We're teaching and talking to the executive director, Danny Aqua, for Teach Florida. How'd you get involved in this? Well, I was a teacher. And I actually worked in a private school, and I saw a lot of the pressure that a lot of the parents felt when it came to paying tuition. And it didn't make sense to me. You know, I think for a long time we've done things the same way in education, and I decided I wanted to be part of the future and part of uh, education entering the 21st century. So Teach Florida is an advocacy group um, working on educational options for families. And you know, thank 
the Florida legislature and some leaders like Speaker Paul Renner, they passed this bill that now every single child in Florida is eligible to apply for a scholarship for many more educational options. And one other thing I'll say, it's not just for a private school. It's actually, you can use it for uh, private tutors. You can use it for Florida virtual school, part-time public school, part-time private school. We're really trying to bring education into the 21st century. I love it. I love it. So you're a field director at Teach Florida. And basically, you built the grassroots initiative that has engaged parents into the legislative process. How have you gotten the voters out? You know, it's pretty straightforward when you're talking to parents. I mean, parents care about their children. They'll do anything for their children. And I think just letting them know that it's possible if they advocate uh, that they'll have more options for their kids, more uh, support for their children's education. I think that that's the message that we've been trying to share, that every child's unique, every child's different, every child needs something for their education. And that's why you know, any, any parent now can go to stepupforstudents.org and look into the scholarship application process and find potentially a school that's a great fit for their child. Wow. You even were a real estate agent? Is that a real estate law? That's it. That was my first career. Yeah, I actually worked uh, in the Chrysler Building in New York City doing real estate law. I uh, decided I wanted to do something more for the community, and I became a teacher. And then realized there that that I just kids didn't have as many options in schools as I believe they should in today's day and age. And so I became an education advocate. And we've had incredible partners. You know, Teach Florida. We work with incredible groups across the state, like. Uh, Governor Bush's uh, Foundation for Florida's Future, like Step Up for Students, like the Catholic Conference, incredible groups, everyone that's just trying to do best by Florida's children. Yeah, I would think so. Now, have they brought music back into the schools? Are we still doing physical education by playing video games? Are we working on that at all? Is this part of the scholarship deal? You know, every school that we work with uh, in the private sector is different. And I think that school choices also just infuse the public school with options too. So many public school counties now have magnet schools and they might focus more on music. We work with some schools that are entirely focused on the arts and music. We have some schools that are focused on, you know, being outdoors all day long, working on a farm. Uh, there's so many different options now. And I think we're just at the beginning now with this bill um, that Speaker Paul Renner and the Florida legislature put through, it's just going to help uh, the educational infrastructure. And so many new schools start and different kinds of schools start. And you're going to see schools, there's one in down here in South Florida that's half the day PE playing soccer and half the day your academics. So, so many new cool options. Wow. How do you get, uh, what's the word, um, clarify, or classified as an actual school? You know, one of those certificates that you got to get. Yeah, there are a lot of requirements. Um, if anyone wants to go to uh, teachcoalition.org and reach out to me, we can help you w- walk you through that. You definitely have to have some financial accountability. Um, some kids have to take some standardized tests. It's all on the Florida Department of Education website. So that is uh, becoming a school is not the easiest thing in the world. You know, if if there are any mayors or city commissioners out there listening, I would definitely encourage them to help work with the schools to open because that's the hardest thing. I, I've worked with incredible teachers, educators that want to start their own school, want to start something new and different. And sometimes they get held up in the red tape at the city level. So um, it's a little complicated, but I think we're going to make progress like we've been able to make, make progress on the scholarships. 
Don't you also work with directly with families that get involved with the Florida School Choice and scholarships? We help families all the time. Um, on Facebook, Teach Florida, we have our messenger reach out to us. We can help families walk them through the application process, help them understand what options are available near them. Uh, so, yeah, we definitely work directly with families. We also support schools. So we help schools understand what you might need to become compliant to take the state scholarship. It's really complicated, um, but we're trying to help anyone we can really to make sure that every child has an opportunity for a quality education because that just unlocks options um, and, and opens worlds for kids. Yeah, sure does. We're talking about teachcoalition.org. Put a slash FL in front of it so you can learn about our state and what's going on here in Florida. Danny Aqua is with us today. Now, Danny built a grassroots initiative that engaged parents to get into the legislative process. But uh, it looks like you have worked with a lot of different schools, including a Jewish day school community. And you've gotten these people to get to the polls and actually uh, to vote to help the process here because a lot of people, sometimes only a third, show up to the booth and vote. So it's a good effort on your part as well, uh, Danny. And you want to tell me anything that's future? Give me a little idea what uh, what plans you want to try and enact. Yeah, there are many additional initiatives working on all focused on kids. And so the scholarship is incredible. I mean, there are scholarships uh, just for traditional students and there's scholarships for those with unique abilities. And that's actually a slightly higher funding amount because those kids have additional needs. Um, but the other thing we're working on is making sure those kids can also get services, evaluations, and any support they need in addition to just the, the standard scholarship. And that's something we're really working on at district level at Teach Florida. The other thing that's really important is transportation. I mean, so many kids, if you're driving through the streets of Florida, you see them walk into school. Um, busing is very limited in Florida for kids in school and doesn't exist actually really any, any funding for uh, private school transportation either. So we really wanna work on making sure kids can get to school because the options are only as good um, as those kids being able to get to that school. Again, more information, teachcoalition.org forward slash FL. It's been great talking to the executive director of Teach Florida. Danny Aqua, please feel free to join us anytime on the Florida Roundtable. Thank you so much. Have a good one. You too. You're listening to the Florida Roundtable. It's the first day of the first grade. And she found a new best friend It's a laid-back Sunday afternoon You wish would never end The homemade taste of Bluebell And good friends gathered round The good old days are being made right now Your taste buds will be best buds With Dr. Pepper Float Ice Cream from Bluebell the rich taste of creamy vanilla ice cream swirled together with the one-of-a-kind flavor of delicious Dr. Pepper. Treat yourself to a pint or half gallon today. The good old days are being made right now. The good old days are being made right now. Look for Bluebell ice cream at your local grocer and pick up your favorite flavor today. 
David was in big trouble with the IRS. At first, I didn't owe that much, but after this year, it was out of control. Then David called Get a Tax Lawyer. Right away, they were like, oh yeah, looks like you're qualified to save Get a Tax Lawyer went to work. <laughs> Should have called way sooner. Get a Tax Lawyer has helped thousands like David fight the IRS and get a fresh start. Call 800-786-9014. That's 800-786-9014. Did you lose health insurance because of a life change, like having a baby, getting married or divorced, changes in employment, or turning 26? You may qualify for quality, affordable health insurance through the Federal Health Insurance Marketplace during the special enrollment period. A certified health insurance navigator can help you find the right plan for free and without obligation. Visit us at CoveringFlorida.org. That's CoveringFlorida.org. Get help today. Shortness of breath, patients confused, temp 102. He just had an infection. What's going on? It's becoming septic. Antibiotics started. Bed ready, let's move him. Infections can lead to a deadly chain reaction in your body called sepsis. Very quickly, sepsis can cause tissue damage, organ failure, and even death. If you know the risks, can spot the symptoms, and act fast, then you can get ahead of sepsis. Learn more at cdc.gov sepsis. My muscles ached. I was tired all the time. My son had a full-blown asthma attack. It came out of nowhere. The unsettling thing about some symptoms is... I had a fever and these terrible headaches. You don't always know what's causing them. It was Lyme disease from a tick bite. I had Zika virus from a mosquito. He had a reaction to cockroach allergens. Threats to your health can come from unexpected places. Get the facts. Visit PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. You've been listening to the Florida Roundtable with Melissa Fox, a news and public affairs presentation of the Florida News Network. The views and opinions expressed during this program are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views of this station management, owners, or sponsors. For questions or concerns, contact Florida Roundtable at fnnonline.net.